Robots Radio presents Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. I'm not usually a hat fan, but wow. Maybe like the and I'm really sipping on that dumb bitch juice today. And, um... <laughs> yeah, I am. But you know what? Someday I just might grow out of that. But you, you will never stop being a jerk. All chocolate cakes are good. You're a fascist. It's hideous. It's horrible. It's home. Angry white boy, let's go! Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate the union of two podcasters and two terrible wedding movies, united in optimism, in humor, and in the spirit of growth. That's Chad Echowitz. And that's Simone LaRue, who is going to make me cry straight away <laughs> in this podcast. That was beautiful. Thank you. Oh my I am goodness. open to officiating okay, so weddings, everyone. I can get ordained. I was, I was about to say, so you're going to get you're gonna get ordained and you are going to officiate my wedding, like, without question. That was beautiful. Chad, I would do it if I thought you wouldn't cry like a baby. Look, I'm going to cry at my wedding regardless. Yeah, as soon as fair. my wife or, or wife-to-be walks down the thing, I'm going to be a blubbering mess. Yeah. Like, it's going to be problematic, you know. I'm going to look terrible in all the photos because just my eyes are going to be puffy as shit. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be bad. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Would you cry at your wedding? Like, where, how oh, do you feel? Like, like what a are baby, your thoughts? I feel. Yeah? Yeah, I know. It's just so much emotion and everything's, like, so nice. But I don't know. I've never been married, so who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> I can see you, like, I can see you being really, really chilled up until, like, the day, and then I can just see you coming, like, becoming, like, the the, the stereotypical, like, bridezilla. You know, I, I actually think it might be the opposite. Like, I feel like I might be really stressed. Okay. And then on the day, it's just, like, like how I felt about when I did exams, too, really. Right? Like, okay. stress, 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 exams. Like, on the day, you're like, I've done everything I can. Okay, yeah. It yeah. is out in the universe now and all i can do is just let stuff happen to me i think that's fair look that's a good approach to take with it especially because everyone knows that everything goes wrong on the day of the wedding (laughs) i mean if these two movies are any indication (laughs) these two highly fictionalized (laughs) (laughs) versions of weddings (laughs) what these weren't true to tale wedding stories i was i'm confused now talk me through talk Talk me through your setup for your for your ideal wedding. Okay, money is not an issue. You've got this magical okay, genie who's just pouring funds okay. into you. Yes, go for it. I feel like we have talked about this before. I feel like we've definitely discussed our we definitely have, situation. But... Yeah. Um, somewhere like outdoorsy, warm, foresty vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, lots of trees everywhere, like mountains or something. Ooh, yeah. Um, and then, like, food-wise, which is obviously the main thing I think about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Duh. Uh, food-wise, like, I want it to be, like, a hobbit party, right? Like, I just want... Yes! Fresh, huge wheels of cheese and bread and fruit and mm-hmm. and uh, kegs of mead. Not mead, maybe, but, like, a nice IPA, but I guess. Just, like, a beer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wine and champagne and it's just these long tables and there's lovely music Mm -hmm. playing and there's flowers everywhere and it's just nice i think it's a nice it's gonna be a nice daytime affair people do like a late lunch plus a cake and then people can go home and like relax like i don't want to be up till three in the morning you know no god no it's your wedding you're gonna be exhausted yeah and just uh i want it to be like small because I want to enjoy it, you know? Like, yeah. I don't want to have to feel like I have to, like, go around greeting everyone and, like, like small, 
really chilled, mm-hmm. just really lovely and fun. I, I don't even want it to feel like a wedding that much. I just want it to feel like a really bomb party where also there was like a ceremony mm-hmm. beforehand. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Mm. I really like that. I think that the the perfect word for it, like you described, is Hobbit. Yeah. I think that would be yeah, just perfect. It would be so, so good. Some fiddle music in the background, yeah. maybe. I love fiddle music. Oh, my God. Just, like, you, you hire, like, 10 to 15 people who can just play the fiddle, <laughs> and they all just get up at random points in the evening and just start playing <laughs> oh, fiddle. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. What a bomb party. Yeah. Yes. What yes, about you? What's, uh, what's your vibe? I have a feeling it might be a little fancier than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i've changed substantially oh. i think um you know yeah yeah i'm I'm very much more into the the intimate styles now especially because like weddings are so expensive oh Good my Lord. god they're so like honestly with these two so movies expensive the two movies we're doing today both are like destination mm-hmm. weddings and i'm like yeah like i'm just i'm just having like a bill ring up in my head <laughs> i'm like oh okay uh. <laughs> what the fuck do these people do for a living <laughs> <laughs> one's an avocado farmer and the other's uh, dog sits and that's, that's how they get that money yeah their budget is thir- three million pounds <laughs> i mean i know i'm I'm literally shitting on them and i'm about to say i would love an italy tuscany wedding you know just find like this rundown um sort of like tuscan villa mm-hmm. that's just got like a nice Ooh, open yeah. garden space and just put up a gazebo Yes. And then it's just like wines. I'll find the nonnas who are like in the surrounding mm. villages and just be like, nonnas, please come come to my wedding. Yeah. You know, you can do whatever. And they'll just be like, I will cook for you because we love you. Look yeah. at you. You're a beautiful blonde boy slapping my face. They'll come. They'll cook. You know, we'll reimburse mm. them for the food and whatever. And like people who can come, obviously, you know, people who I absolutely love and have to be at the wedding vis-a-vis you, vis-a-vis Dan, I will pay for your tickets over. Aww. I suppose in this scenario, money is not an option, so that works really well. Yeah. Well, to be fair, even when I am getting married in real life, like, the people who I need to be there, like you and Dan, like, I want you to be there, and I'm very happy yeah. to pay for your tickets. Um, You know, that's that's just, like, I've always thought that. Like, yeah. that's just the rule. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, lovely Tuscan, like, as the sun's setting, you know, you've got, like, the beautiful lights, lots of oh, candles. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of fairy lights, so replace it with candles. And, yeah, just, candles. you know, yeah. very, very chill. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kids at the and wedding, again, no, no kids at the plan. wedding. Hate the idea. <sighs> That's a tough one, mm. isn't it? Uh, I'm going to say age limit, 15 and older. Mm. Mm. I can yeah. deal with 15 year olds and older. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think also like it becomes complicated with like serving alcohol and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, you're in Italy, so like <laughs> everyone can drink <laughs> some wine. Um, but, exactly. Like, yeah, I don't know. Just like 16 and older. Then I don't mind if they like sneak a glass of champagne. Like, mm-hmm. just like as long as I don't have like some fucking drunk 17 year old vomiting in the corner. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, like no small children. I, uh... No, because then they kind of like they feel that like there are adults who are taking the the, the show away from them, and then they yeah. act out. And yeah, and, like, no, it's you know like well, let's give no. the parents a break. Like find a sitter and just have a nice time. Yeah. Exactly. That's the other thing about it. Yeah. Because, and, and even if like you have a sitter service, you know, again, money's no option where you just say, okay, you know, yeah. we will reimburse you for the sitter for the night so you can come and enjoy yourself. Then, you know, then you guarantee that the people who you want there are going to be there, exactly. which I think is lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about marriage movies this week. What movies are we doing this week then? We are doing actually two, I thought, pretty fun movies. I, I had a lot mm-hmm. of fun this week. We are doing <laughs> uh, Love Wedding Repeat. And yes. we are, of course, doing Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. 
Yes, two vitally different movies. I think this really speaks to British comedy versus American comedy, yeah. and it like sort of reminds me of our um for uh, of our death at a funeral episode where we yes. did the American uh, American version and the British version. So so definitely the kind of same vibes. Yeah. So let's see who goes first this week. What are you drinking? I am pretty wintry this week. I am drinking some glühwein. We made some last night with our oh. friends. Uh, and we have some leftover, so I just heated it up. It tastes like Christmas. I'm very happy. That's so nice. Christmas in May. What a what a dream. Mm. What spices did you put in there? Uh, like some cinnamon, some star anise, cloves, some orange, and a bunch of sugar. That sounds delightful. Mm. That sounds mm. very nice. Mm. Getting getting ready for Christmas, you know, seven. Mm. Well, we nine want to do months. a Christmas in July no? thing when it's nice Eight and months cold. Before. Oh, that would be cool. Mm. That would be really really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea. Nice. Yeah, what are you drinking? I am drinking just a normal beer. Um, I didn't really have time to get anything fancier, you know, make Carolan or anything like that. Uh. So I'm just sticking with a nice, relaxed beer. And uh, you know, it's a it's a true if fan it ain't favorite. broke, why why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how many percentage points is yours? I mean, it's mine. wine. That's the question. So, uh, I guess like yeah, four, fourteen percent. Yeah, wine usually beats. Yeah, and they keep saying anyway. like, "Oh, the alcohol yeah. cooks off," but I can promise you, it has not cooked off. <laughs> <laughs> that is a dirty lie. Mm. They tell people to mm. sell it more. If I really want to, yeah. like, if I really want to have a party with the glue vine I'm making, I add some sherry to mm-hmm. it as well. You dirty, dirty person! Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Guys, pro tip. <laughs> it really, it takes everything to the next level. <laughs> oh, good lord. You're going to have like an army of drunkards behind you. It's going to be so, so wonderful. I, I think this just, just tacks a, on to my punch of... skills. Yeah, it does. It does. You're you're the ingredient queen. We all know this. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that means I win. <laughs> yes, it means you win. And it means we all win because we can now talk about Mike and Dave and their wedding dates. Okay. Mike and Dave, played by Adam Devine and Zac Efron, are two bros who haven't quite grown up in life. The two of them are kind of working on, like, selling some alcohol, kind of, as reps. But mostly, the two of them do one thing really well, and that is party. They love going to parties. They love being the life of the party. The only problem is they also ruin parties. They are party ruiners because they do weird shit to impress girls. To try and move past this, their sister Rosie asks if at her wedding to her husband Eric, so that is Rosie played by Stephanie Ferrassi and Eric played by Sam Richardson, if they would please bring dates and they have to be nice girls. Not Rosie, sorry, Jeannie. Jeannie is played by Sugar Lynn Beard. It's uh, your favorite character who doesn't exist in the movie? Or is it, is it actually, are they credited? So... Mike and Dave need to find nice girls to go to the wedding to. Naturally, they put an ad on Craigslist. The whole thing goes viral because people are kind of excited about the idea of going on a date with uh, two dudes in Hawaii for a week, all expenses paid. And I mean, Zac Efron especially is not too hard on the eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Enter. Alice and Tatiana, played by Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza. The two of them are also wildly codependent friends who are not where they thought they would be in life. (laughs) Alice in particular is devastated after a breakup where she was left at the altar. 
Yikes. So to get their groove back, they see uh, about this wedding date thing on TV and they're like, we're going to scam them. We're going to make them think we are nice girls. They steal (laughs) really nice dresses. They get all dressed up. They (laughs) pretend to have different jobs than they do. And they basically scam Mike and Dave into thinking that they are great girls. And boom, they're all off to Hawaii. It starts off really well. Alice and Tatiana play their roles perfectly. They are super fun, super charming. Everybody loves them. Things start to fall apart very quickly, though. (laughs) Alice and Dave actually hit it off right away, and it's very clear that the two of them have chemistry. Tatiana has made it clear that she will not touch Mike. She does not intend to touch Mike, uh, and Mike <laughs> does not see this, this the signs. <laughs> Shenanigans ensue. They decide to go ATV driving, and a horrible ATV accident renders half of Jamie's face quite bruised. <laughs> This gets dodgy enough. Um, But on top of that, the following day at a spa day, Alice pays for Jeannie to get a little extra uh, from the masseuse Keanu, played by Kamal Nanjiani. Um, And while he doesn't physically touch her, she does reach orgasm. (laughs) Multiple times. At the same time, their uh, creepy cousin Terry, played by Alice Wetterland, convinces Tatiana that if she also gets a little bit of a happy ending, uh, then she'll give Tatiana Rihanna tickets. Tatiana's like, cool, let's do it. Mike walks in. (laughs) He is horrified by this. Um, He also walks in on his cousin Jeannie, uh, or his sister Jeannie, at the wrong time. So he is thoroughly disillusioned with these girls, and he tries to get Dave to kick them out. Dave and him have a fight. It all just culminates in disaster genie is high on <laughs> genie's high on ecstasy at the same time that her husband <laughs> finds out that she you know had a really happy ending from her massage it all seems like it's fallen apart dave and mike and alice and tatiana take this moment to self-reflect and realize that they are in fact terrible people who ruined the nice wedding of two perfectly lovely people they go to apologize and they try to make it right throwing together a last minute wedding on the day to get genie and eric down the aisle it works they get married everything is great they've all gone through some sort of character growth um and yeah the wedding still ends in disaster though the fireworks were not properly aimed <laughs> the end <laughs> we, we we we're there um so what's your what's your cliffhanger for this one uh my cliffhanger is this one so alice um what do you do manage a hedge fund You manage a hedge fund? I don't even know what a hedge fund is. Oh, so there's a regular fund, and then there's a hedge fund. And uh, our our fund, uh, we hedge it, we hedge it hard. Oh, wow. And uh, Mm -hmm. I get in in the morning and I'm like, you know, how's the hedging coming? You know, you've been hedging, you hedged much? And uh, it's like, too big to fail, corporate greed, bailouts. In a New York minute, everything can change, you know, on the floor of the NASDAQ and the UN and then Fannie Mae. And I was losing it because frankly, frankly, if I had to pretend to be a hedge fund manager, that's also what I would say. 100%. No one manager does. I don't even think hedge fund managers know what hedge fund managers do. They just collect money and enjoy being white. Like these are the two things that make you a hedge fund manager. Um, But it also, I think that scene also speaks to the fact that Anna Kendrick cannot fail that woman they put her in a horrible wig (laughs) (laughs) the most (laughs) terrible wig i've ever seen in a movie and she still acted oh it's awful 
She crushed it. She crushed mm. it. I've never seen a bad Anna Kendrick movie. Mm. She is just incredible in whatever her. she does. Yeah. And yeah, I just, I, I, I forgot that she was in this because I remember Audrey Plaza's in mm. this and that's lovely. Um, but then, yeah, seeing Anna Kendrick in this was just was just really nice. And, and I think those two have a really cool dynamic that I never really yeah. would have expected. Yeah, no, it was super fun. Um, I also, I thought Adam Devine and Zac Efron were so funny. They're so yeah. funny together. Like, they're clearly yeah. just, like, working off of each other. And it is fucking... My second cliffhanger, or my other cliffhanger, my second choice uh-huh. was going to be uh, when their dad's telling them that they get each other riled up. <laughs> they just start yelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're so funny. Yes. This movie is genuinely hilarious. Like, I, I was laughing the whole way through. It is. It has. It is really, really good for its comedic value. Like even the the bloopers at the end, where sort of Adam Devine is making Zac Efron laugh so hard, is beautiful. <laughs> and you can just see like everyone had a lot of fun doing this movie. I mean, yeah, there are bits where a bit they're a bit gratuitous and it's a bit OTT. But what can you expect from like a, a wedding adventure movie? Yeah. You know, when when Jeannie got hit in the face by the ATV <laughs> tire, I was like, oh, she's dead. She's dead <laughs> now, right? Because it was perfect cinema <laughs> as well. It's like. All slow mo <laughs> until right up until she gets hit and it mm, very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and again, I think as well, like the whole cast. I mean, we've spoken about the main four, the four protagonists, but having having Kumail uh, Nanjiani in this as well, that man has so a direct line to my funny bone. He is so good. <laughs> that line where he goes, "All you need is some some silk ribbons and a reinforced ceiling." <laughs> Just destroyed um, don't, me. Don't um, operate any heavy machinery. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a euphemism. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was finished. Jeannie, yeah. the actress who plays Jeannie, is also so mm. funny. She like plays the role perfectly. Mm. Like, oh my god, when she <laughs> when she's looking at her face and people are reacting to it, and she. Just it's like guys honestly is this the classiest movie ever absolutely not not even a little bit is it hilarious though a hundred percent yes yes without a doubt it is one of those movies where you can just straight up take a break you've had a long week it's been the hardest week you you Mm. you've suffered Mm. as a hedge fund manager you have really had the 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 the, the funds have hedged yeah hedging those funds guys and the Nasdaq being down yet again, and on a Friday night, you just put this movie on. Oh, you're gonna have a great yeah. time. You're gonna just your your energy is just gonna boop, 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 straight back up right. after this. Uh, yeah, it's it's lovely. It is really lovely. Is there what what apart from like is the gratuity where you kind of like feel that this movie kind of missed a beat, or like what was it necessarily about this movie that you feel it didn't get the score that it got? Like, or why did it get the score that it got? Honestly, I do not know why it got the score that it got. I think, I guess, just because it is a silly comedy at the end of the day, and it is, like, kind of mm-hmm. dumb. Um, the only bit for me that I was like, uh, I don't love, um, I didn't love Cousin Terry. Like, I feel like the overly predatory yeah. bisexual is a little overdone. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a little icky to see you know i I think as a character she's great yeah like if they had just like excluded the the predatory sex stuff like as a character as a douche yeah she was brilliant yeah she was she was so funny um but yeah yeah no i completely agree that whole scene where it was just like exchanging you know 
a happy ending, as you put it, for for Rihanna tickets. It was just like, oh, well, that's that's essentially sex work. That's like they kind of played it so that Audrey Plaza was like kind of consenting, but it was still pretty Mm. coercive. Like she wouldn't have done it otherwise. Mm Hmm. Exactly. Exactly. It was a weird scene. Yeah, um, didn't you know, like it. but again, it resulted in a really funny fight scene <laughs> between him and her and Adam Devine, which was Adam which Devine was pretty lovely. Makes me laugh so much. Like that man just had again mm-hmm. also direct line to my funny bone. Yeah, yeah. It was. It is the perfect culmination of like great actors coming yeah. together in a single movie. Because yeah, Zac Efron, brilliant. Adam Devine, brilliant. Audrey Plaza, brilliant. Anna Kendrick, perfect. Like yeah, yeah it was so lovely. And then you got a really great supporting cast yeah. who just reinforced these comedic values. And it's just yeah, yeah, you can't lose. You can't lose with. And this I mean, movie. besides the like bisexual. <laughs> predator um it was actually a largely i thought like unproblematic movie and like it doesn't fall into the usual tropes that you see uh Mm -hmm. from movies like this like uh it wasn't Mm -hmm. i don't know it wasn't super rapey it wasn't um like oh this the usual wedding movie trope of like this guy like trying to hide stuff from his wife all this like shit that he's getting up to it's not like these oblivious girls and these asshole guys if anything it was quite the opposite exactly (laughs) exactly and and then that was quite nice and like even even like the callback to like where um adam adam divine's character wants to drug divine uh wants to wants to drug um uh, the his bisexual cousin terry's to drink and it fails miserably and they will reference wedding crashes Mm. because that movie is disastrously problematic so you know to have these callbacks to earlier wedding movies where it's actually more realistic even if it is really dumb kind of you know speaks to to how far we're coming and and the fact like you say it's not problematic comedy we're gonna look back at this in 15 years hopefully and go you know what it kind of holds up because it's not that problematic you know it's kind of cool also Um, to see female characters that are really trashy and gross like they're talking about how (laughs) they don't shower that often and they like eat burgers in bed and they watch porn and Mm -hmm. not like in a sexually empowered way (laughs) just in like this is a normal thing i mean i don't personally with my friends but like it's just kind (laughs) of cool it's cool to see these like trashy trashy ladies yeah and it's fine exactly just being themselves yeah Yeah, the problem is not that they're trashy it's that they're bad people (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they come to that realization yeah, at the end. Which is nice. Yeah. There's a and, whole little character fine. arc for yeah. everyone. Yeah, which is also very rare in today's yeah. movies, is to see a character arc. Very strange. Yeah. Very nice. Um, and also just like the scenery itself oh, is just really beautiful. God. I want to go you know? to Hawaii so bad. I want to go to Hawaii so bad. Can we go on like a Jurassic Park tour and just do sure. the Jurassic Park I tour? I haven't seen Jurassic I know that's Park not, like... still, so it won't be as special to me, but I... I... I don't know who you are. Like, I don't understand you. Just watch Jurassic Park. It's not like it's going to be a real big hardship. Get to it, Chad. There is... I watched Jurassic World. I feel like I'm basically caught up. Oh. (laughs) People are screaming. You've just lost us, all of our people. (laughs) Everyone's like, right, okay, cool. I'm done. I can't be dealing with this. Our Discord is just going to be raging after this episode drops. I'm very excited to see you having to field these angry things because I'm just going to watch the world burn while you deal with it. Please watch Jurassic Park this weekend. Please, for the love of God, watch Jurassic Park. If I I remember, if I get around to it. 
Good lord. Okay, I'm gonna move on. Otherwise, I'm just gonna get mad. <laughs> <laughs> What's your scene that could have saved it for this one? My scene that could have saved it. Uh, I I would have actually liked to see more of the dynamic between Jeannie and her husband Eric. I thought that they were really cute together, mm-hmm. and I would have liked to see more like <laughs> of like them just being the two of them together. They're both so weird. They're both so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> when she says lavender juice box, I lost my shit. That is the weirdest <laughs> term for a vagina I have ever heard. It's perfect. It's uh, it's a great description of a of a vagina. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would have just I would have liked to see more of them. Actually, they were really cool characters. Mm. Um, and yeah, obviously, get rid of uh, predatory bisexual. Uh, what about mm. you? Yeah, I I agree. I, you know, it's really funny that the that uh, her her husband is really boring, and they play on that, and then he just like loses his mind, and he's just like, I'm freaking pissed. I'm just <laughs> dang on pissed off. It's just lovely. It's it's oh, lovely to see. Him really conservative people just lose their shit. Yeah, for me, I kind of just I really would have liked to see the bride be way more pissed than this. Mm. I mean, she is very chill with everything that goes down. They hit her in the face with an ATV <laughs> and she's just like, "Yo, you guys can still come to my wedding. This is fine." And I'm sorry, I get hit in the face with a with an ATV and like I'm not dead. I'm a I'm a you're, you're not coming to the wedding. Like simple as that. <laughs> Oh, it was so good. It was a great scene. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm taking it you would watch this again, yes? Yeah, it was, it was so fun. It's like, it's just a silly, dumb romp of a movie mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't make me go, oh, no, yes. every 10 minutes, which is really nice from a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's the least problematic rom-com that we've ever done, I think. Um, which I is, mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a low bar. Yeah, it's a low bar, say. but still. Yeah, but I, I agree with you. I would watch this again, but I think under very specific circumstances where what I'm doing is it's, like, someone close to me's wedding, like, your wedding mm. or whatever, and we just, like, have a movie wedding marathon mm. where we just chuck on, our, like, our favorite wedding films and just, like, pound yeah. a whole bunch of beers, burgers, pizza, whatever, and just, like, have the best time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. ready. I can, I'll do it right now. Perfect. Well, you need to get, you need to get hitched Yes, first. yes, yes. Yes. No pressure. So, really. you know. No pressure, Rudy. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> Bless him. He's he's he'll get there. He'll get around he's under to it. So you much know. Pressure. <laughs> Just like Jurassic Park, he'll get <laughs> around poor to man it. You with monster. My <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. We're all rooting for him. Yeah. He's, he's, stay strong. I'm not in a rush. Yeah. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta. People never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart and their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? 
This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R. Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing. Well, thank you, Simone. Thank you for taking me to Hawaii for a destination wedding. Now, shall we go, you know, a couple thousand miles away to Italy? Italy. And do another destination wedding. Yes. All right. Cool. Let me tell you about Love Wedding Repeat, Please. shall I? So, Jack, played by Sam Claflin, just the hottest man. I just he want to put so it out handsome. there. I know we're going to talk about this, but he's so handsome. And Dinah, or Dina, played Dina. by Olivia Munn, have just... Is it Dina? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Uh, Dina, played by Olivia Munn, have just spent the most wonderful week together in Rome. They met, by chance, of course, through Jack's sister, Haley, played by Eleanor, uh, Eleanor Tomlinson. But tonight, they are, to, uh, they, are to go back, uh, they are to go their separate ways, with Jack returning to the UK. Jack is a little bit of a scaredy pants, and is trying to muster the courage to kiss Dina. Unfortunately, he doesn't end up kissing her because of an intervention of one of his old friends from university. Jack, regretfully, leaves Dina and returns to the UK. It's now three years later, and we are now at Haley's wedding. Jack is extremely excited to see his young sister getting married, especially because their parents died a long time ago, and they've only ever had each other. Unfortunately, Haley tells Jack that his ex-girlfriend is going to be there. Jack's ex, Amanda, played by Frida Pinto, is kind of a mean girl, and her boyfriend, Chaz, played by Alan Mustafa, feels incredibly inadequate next to Jack. Plus, he asked Amanda to marry him like six months ago, and she still hasn't made a decision. So he is rightly miffed off over the situation. However, there is a silver lining for Jack. Haley tells him that Dina is also coming to the wedding, and that they'll be sitting at the same table. Jack is over the moon, because now he might actually take the plunge and kiss her. Everything starts to uh, starts off going really, really well. That is, until Mark, played by Jack Farthing, shows up. Mark is an old lover of Haley's from his from her teenage years, but he is totally obsessed with her and has shown up at the wedding to try and win her back. Unfortunately, he has a very ch- good chance of ruining the wedding because it turns out that he and Haley slept together again three weeks earlier. This would obviously crush Haley's husband and effectively ruin the marriage. So, Haley and Jack come up with a plan. Haley asks Jack to drug Mark with some very powerful tranquilizers that she's been using to sleep during this stressful period. He reluctantly agrees, of course, because it's his sister. So, before their reception meal, he sneaks into the dining, ho- uh, dining room and slips some of the tranquilizer into, a, into the glass, which is lying in front of Mark's place card. As you can imagine, things go terribly, terribly wrong. Some kids then come in and switch everyone's place cards around. With the new seating arrangement, uh, arrangements, it is Haley's maid of honor, Brian, played by Joel Fry, who is now taking who is now taking the sedative. This means that Jack has to spend the whole wedding trying to keep Brian awake in order to make his maid of honor speech, trying to keep Mark away from the groom or any microphone, and also deal with his ex and her boyfriend. This leaves no time whatsoever for him to speak to Dina. Unfortunately, uh, everything ends in shit, and Mark tells the whole wedding party that they slept together, with Brian screwing up his speech and destroying the wedding cake, and with Dina yet again slipping through Jack's hands. The the movie then does a flip and looks at an alternative universe where things go in Jack's favour. However, in this universe, Jack himself takes the sedative. 
This causes some minor complications with Dina, who ends up being pissed off with him for falling asleep while she tells him about uh, her mum passing away from cancer, but this is resolved relatively quickly. Jack, in one of his lucid moments, is able to convince Mark not to tell the groom about the affair, and Brian doesn't screw up his speech. After about a hundred cups of coffee, just as Dina is about to leave the wedding, Jack catches up with her, and they finally kiss. Everyone ends up happily ever after. The end. The end. Chad, what is your cliffhanger? So it has to be this one. Jack! Mate! <laughs> what are the chances? What are you doing here? Uh, Greg! Yeah, no, Greg! Yeah, I remember. Sorry. Hi. Uh, hi. Dina. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you too. Oh. We, we used to share a dorm at university. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we used to call him Mr. Wank. Because he used to wank a lot. I don't think that was me. <laughs> no, that was definitely you. <laughs> anyway. I've actually got to get back to London. I'm going to No, the wait, me too. Shut up. I'm literally going right now. Shut up. Yeah, I've got a car. I could drive us. Really? Yeah. It's not a problem. Oh, so you're, you're going to go now? Yeah. I guess I am. And it's the one of the very first scenes where it's the dude interrupting Jack and Dina as in Rome for the first time three yeah. years before and like ruining the kiss. Mm -hmm. And I think this scene alone encapsulates being British. <laughs> and you've said it to me before about and, and I think your your phrasing is perfect for it. It's don't be British about this. Mm. And mm. it is the inability to cause any conflict or confrontation. Yeah. Uh, or to just whatsoever. simply say, sorry, uh, can you actually? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so I think this is this is sort of a really good yeah. sort of predication for this entire movie, which is just it, pr British people being too polite to oh get what god. they want. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> there is some really amazing dialogue in this movie. Uh, for me, the scene mm -hmm. that did it was uh, when. <laughs> that guy in the kilt is chatting yes. to Dina and he's like, oh, you got kidnapped. Like, tell me about it. And it is the most awkward exchange because <laughs> he's being like so chipper and blase as she yes. talks about like how she was held at gunpoint and how scary it was. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he's like, I'm in car insurance. Yeah. Not as dull as you think it is. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh my guy. It is still one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen. And Olivia Munn plays it so yes. perfectly where she's like, oh, um, Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, okay, we're talking about your thing now. Okay, cool. yeah. No, Olivia Munn in this is she's is so just funny. so great, and and she's so lovely as sort of this like things happen to her in this movie. She doesn't ever like yeah. sort of you know lead to things mm. being done, and I think she just plays it so perfectly because you know Jack as a protagonist is just trying to flail his way through everything, <laughs> and there's Dina just trying to like enjoy herself and just like Get have the best time. Lying. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, it will go to my scene that, that could have saved it, but I do feel like she forgave him for falling asleep way too quickly mm. during such an important, mm -hmm. like, situation. But apart from that, like, I just love their dynamic. I think, you know, Jack as a character is, is just lovely. And, I mean, the actor who plays him is so handsome. Honestly, too Sam handsome. Cat, Sam Claflin. Like, his facial structure yeah. is just you he's know so oh my goodness mm -hmm. yes no i i'm with you i, I think he, he's too gorgeous i think he's probably going to be the new hugh grant oh. just like that awkward yeah. handsome kind of guy yeah i you see know? it i can see it you see mm. it yeah yeah because we always need a handsome british man who's just awkward just as fuck who can't his way through just, romance 
who can't catch a break. Oh, yeah. Chad, do you relate? I do. I do relate. <laughs> substantially relate. Uh, you know, just... You know, fumbling through romance. That's that could be the name of my autobiography. To oh. be fair. fumbling through romance. <laughs> I still find it so funny. I sent you a while ago. I sent you a tweet that someone wrote where it was like, "I promise you, your girlfriend does not want heart shaped jewelry. Please do not get her heart shaped yes. jewelry. Get her anything else." And I love that you were like, "Is this true? Is that a real thing?" And God, yeah. Chad, I thank myself every day for sending you that. Because <laughs> yes, I really, true. I'm. I'm I'm pretty sure my uh, future girlfriends will very much appreciate not that that fact that you sent that through to me because um, they will never get a heart heart shaped jewelry again. I thought it was a lovely idea for a gift. You know, I would I would say I'm a pretty romantic person. Like I'm yeah. pretty good at these yeah. kind of things. But clearly, I have a bad like no. that is my failing. No, is, is, is jewelry. Nothing. So they're not they're not eight year olds. Yeah. No, you, you're 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 very very right. Um, well, like going forward, I will always send gif, gift ideas to you first before purchasing them, just to just, just to make sure. Past, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what did you enjoy about this movie? Let's talk. Let's talk what we enjoyed. I thought it was fun. I like like I thought the cast of characters was really good. I thought like the general chaos of it all was great. I love uh, who's that Irish comedian. Oh, she's brilliant. Uh, let me look her up because she yeah. is so funny. She's super, super And she, funny. she killed it. When she was talking about Chaz's outfit and like <laughs> kept calling him a contortionist was <laughs> Oh, it's their cabaret. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's so funny. I found Chaz oh, very funny brilliant. as well. Like, oh, she, yes. this poor guy. This poor guy. Mm-hmm. And they had that really nice scene as well, like when, um, you know, in the second reality, yeah. uh, they, after like, Chaz goes to, to Amanda and he's just like, yo, obviously this isn't going to work. Yeah. Like, that was just like a really touching moment. Yeah. And, you know, after the ridiculousness of like how obsessed he is with Jack's penis size, <laughs> just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, the actress is a- a- Ailing Beer. Okay. Uh, I think she's got it's, some I don't know if I'm pronouncing specials that. as well. Isn't it Ashling? Isn't yes, it pronounced yeah. Ashling? I don't know how the pronoun pronounce you should, you're probably right. It's A I S L I N G. So pronounce it Ashling, but Ashling. Okay. You you're probably I right. I mean, she's my, my Gaelic Irish, is Irish. Little, I'm never mm. good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I called her Ailing. I don't think anyone would Mm-mm. like to be called Ailing. No. 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 Um, and that's also really cute when she and Brian got yeah, together, like, nice. you know, two very awkward people. Yeah. I did also lovely, love when Brian's story. like, nah, like acting's not for me. I'm giving it up. Like I need mm-hmm. to grow up and stuff. And then the director, the famous director comes up to him. He's like, oh, you must meet me for a coffee. I am casting my new movie. <laughs> and he's like, fuck that. Yeah, I'm back into acting. <laughs> Which isn't that the way. That is the way. I think every actor says that at one point. It's just like, yeah, I'm beyond acting now now I, i've realized i need to hang up the curtain and then you know you get a really small role in an advert or something and you're just like yeah no fuck that mm, noise I'm, mm, I'm back in mm, yeah mm. i mean i know that you have a great job now as a paralegal yes. and you're very happy very happy but if someone offered but... you a role tomorrow <laughs> you would drop everything <laughs> I would drop it so hard, it would be like a hot potato. It wouldn't even be funny. If Netflix came a-ringing and we're just like, hey, we need, you know, a mediocre white guy for a movie. I'm like, I am there, friends. I'm your guy. (laughs) Um, I love the fact that this was in Italy as well. Like I said at the beginning, like, Italy is the most beautiful place. The soundtrack was so beautiful. 
perfect. Yes. Having like a, a string quartet, like mm. I think that would be pretty nice. Like I'm, I'm always in f- more more in favor of sort of like a DJ just because like you get a more of a variation. But, you know, that is classy and it was delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think, you know, in terms of sort of like British wedding movies, like the difference between yeah. the two of these two movies that we've done, like the British ones are always very classy and mm. things go wrong, sort of like in a very up, yeah. upper class kind of way, where American ones, it's just explosions. Yeah. And- yeah, Death. it was. Yeah. It was. It's a pretty clear line, and I feel like also like with the British <laughs> movies, the real disasters are like in the interpersonal relationships more mm-hmm. than anything. And yeah, not no one got hit with an ATV in <laughs> exactly. Love Wedding Repeat. <laughs> yeah, I've also noticed like someone always gets drugged in a British uh, sort of yeah. functional it's movie. It's always funny. Yeah, and it it's always funny when people <laughs> get drugged. Apparently. <laughs> So, and is there anything that you didn't enjoy about this particularly? You know, I feel really conflicted about the bride getting away with having cheated on the groom and the groom being mm-hmm. none the wiser. Like, I understand that ultimately, mm-hmm. like, Mark not telling uh, was, like, a nice little moment or whatever where he understood yeah. that she's happy now and stuff. But it's like, she still cheated on her future exactly. husband. And he actually does, like, have a right to know and make decisions yeah. based off of that. Um, so I just, yeah. I don't know. I didn't love that the happy ending was that like she got, she kind of got away with it. Yeah. No, you're so right. You're absolutely right. And I think that is a, a maybe a failing in this movie because it, it started to look like it was going to go that way, you know, because there's that speech that Brian gives Jack where he's just like, yo, you give up all of yourself for everyone else. Mm. And, you know, you, you, you need leave nothing for yourself and yeah. you're always there for Haley and you're always yeah. covering up for her and this kind of thing. And then they go and have a chat. And it would have been really nice if Jack had just said to Haley, like, yo, you need to sort out your yeah, own messes. This is like, your you are a grown ass woman. Yeah. Uh, that would have been cool. And it looked like it was going that way. And then it just boop, failed. Yeah. Just eh, fell off the edge. But yeah, I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. For me, like, it really frustrates me when people don't communicate. And. Mm-hmm. A lot of the problems in this movie could have just been solved with a little bit of yeah. communication. If Jack had just gone to Dina and just been like, yo, it's like what you saw in the bathroom yeah. was me trying to, I've just taken a really strong sedative yeah. that I, you know, wasn't supposed to take. I was just trying to throw it up. I couldn't do it with my own fingers. And Dina would have been like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Cool. But no, now we're just not going to tell her. Now he's falling now asleep. Things well, are just going to go wrong. Give, yeah. Doing some beautiful acting, by the way, from Olivia Munn. When the yes. character's talking about her mom's illness and death. Like, I was like, oh my god, Olivia. Yeah. Yeah, that was stunning. She she killed it. Ugh. She really killed that scene. Oh, bless her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, scene that could have saved it? Uh, for me, I actually would have liked to see more parallel universes. I think just two Thank is a little bit like, what's the point of the medium then? Thank you. Like, Thank I need you. to see at least yes. three My different versions well. of what could happen. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That is exactly my scene that mm. could have saved it as okay. well. You can't, you can't say there are eight different universes yeah. and then show us two. That is, yeah. you know, it's a waste they, of your like, time, it's a waste and, of our time. They shoved in, like, a little montage that showed, like, a couple of different mm-hmm. outcomes that, like... But it was, like, very brief and not... Yeah. It wasn't the same. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to... I, I mean, it's not a very fair comparison, but, like, if you look at the... There's a one episode of Community where yes, they do yes, the same yes. thing. Yes, yes, yes. I was the exact same thing. Yes, and it works. Like, they... All they had to do was, like, over the really long patches, they just skip it. They, like, do the intro of the scene and then the outro yeah. if things stay the same, and that's fine. And, yeah, it's just it's just a little bit of 
pre-planning, you know, either do it where there's only going to be two alternatives or show all eight. Yeah. And I completely agree with you. Yeah. 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 Would you watch it again? Yeah, that was fun. It was funny. I, mm-hmm. it, yeah. As far, again, as far as wedding movies go, this was relatively unproblematic. Um, and it was <laughs> genuinely, the dialogue was good. The actors were really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a super fun movie and it was beautiful location. Starring beautiful people. Mm-hmm, I can look mm-hmm. at Olivia Munn literally all so day. Beautiful. Olivia Munn's dress oh. was oh. maybe the most stunning thing. How the most stunning apparel that I've seen she? in a very long time. Unacceptable. Like I was like, okay, I need to no I one... need to know where I can get a dress like that. I will not look half it's as good gorgeous. as Olivia Munn looks in anything, but like mm-hmm. my God. But it was. Oh. Good lord. Like that dress stole the show. That was the star of the show, really. Mm. That dress. Oh, oh goodness she's me. So beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So beautiful. Yeah, I don't know if I would watch this again, to be honest. Oh. Like, I loved it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, I enjoyed it. But, like, I just think, like, eh, like, it's it's fine. Sure. In terms of, like, wedding movies. But, yeah, it just, like, it doesn't, it didn't do it to me. I think people should check it out. Yeah. Like, I do, I do agree with you. Like, if you haven't seen this movie yet, do watch it. But a rewatch, now that I know that what happens and how it's going to end and everything, it, it, yeah, it just like, kind of takes that out for me. Yeah. yeah. That's us. Well... That's us. That's, well, Simone, the reception is dying down. Everyone's kind of falling asleep. Mm. You know, the lights are dimmed. The mead is over. Like, oh. the mead's down to, like, the last little things. And we are now sailing off mm. onto the honeymoon of mm. the end of the episode. There we go. <laughs> so what is your gratitude for this episode, Simone? My gratitude for this week is uh just like lovely friends like i i i sometimes i forget or like (laughs) i get i lose sight (laughs) of the fact that i like have so many lovely supportive like understanding people in my life uh and like Mm -hmm. even people who just like encourage me to like stand up for myself or to like you know put have my own best interests (laughs) in mind sometimes and like yeah i'm just i'm super lucky i've got so many wonderful people around me and um yeah just super grateful about it oh yeah that's really nice what about that you is really really nice oh that's so sweet um yes uh for me it is the fact that i started my job this yes! week and i'm really grateful that it's very very nice you know it's always a risk it's always a gamble you know with interviews because they're just like they always put their best forward for um best foot forward and it's just like yeah we're an amazing company blah 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 and then you get there and it can be you know mordor yeah, yeah you, you, so you, you don't really you have nice. no way of knowing what to expect actually exactly Exactly. So it was actually really nice to go to my first week of work and everyone is just yeah. really, really Bit of a kind relief, and nice. Huge relief. Huge, huge relief. And like, I'm really grateful for the fact that there was another person who started at the exact same time as me oh, doing cool. the exact same thing in the same department. So we worked together and like, you know, when we were able, we were, we were able to talk to each other about like any difficulties that we're having and things like that. So it was awesome to have that other person there with me um and i'm super grateful for that so that was that was lovely yeah yeah. happy chad we are both employed we are employed yeah (laughs) i always feel like i need to touch wood or something (laughs) with that like i I really am having trouble accepting good things (laughs) (laughs) you are like, definitely traumatized you're just stating a fact and i'm like mm, let's not jinx it though mm-hmm. no <laughs> oh this the, these these past years have hurt oh, us God. And, uh, to to some major extent but it will get better like you'll heal Thanks. we'll heal this it will be fine we'll be fine so simone i was thinking we'd do something that we haven't done in quite a long time for next okay. week and that is book to movie adaptations yes excellent yes we haven't touched this in a while yeah 
So I'm thinking Gulliver's Travels, which got 20% with Jack Black. Okay. I did not enjoy the book, so oh, I'm very excited to book, not enjoy so. the movie. It's it's really not okay. that good. I know everyone's like, oh, it's a classic, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Well, but mm, Yeah. And then one of my favorite novels of all time, The Stepford Wives by Ira Levine. Yeah. And I'm I, I, I've seen the movie, enjoyed the movie thoroughly, okay. so I'm excited the to Nicole see Kidman if it, one. it keeps up. Yes, okay. the Nicole Kidman one. Yes. It got twenty six percent. Okay. I'm ready. Um so very, very excited. And those are also two very short books, so I'm expecting to you to have read both of them by next week, okay? Awesome. Yeah, I can squeeze that in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you have a full-time job have to edit this podcast have a boyfriend that you have to spend time with and also watch jurassic park this week eh. um i mean i can drop one of those things <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll read the spark notes yeah maybe maybe just catch up yeah. with what the story is yeah well thank you guys so much for listening we really do appreciate it we love that you come to us every week listen to us speak and then go away um and we really love to hear your thoughts on the things that we talk about so please do write into us please do tell us what we've said and how you much you enjoyed it how much you didn't enjoy it you know we're, we're not we're, we're open to criticism we might attack you harshly but we're still open to it um, we're open and we're... to it we don't receive it very well but we're open to it <laughs> yeah do so at your own risk and where can they do so at their own risk? <laughs> you can talk to us on Facebook or Instagram at Fresh Tomatoes Podcast, on Twitter at Fresh Tomatoes MP. You can email us at Fresh Tomatoes Podcast at gmail.com. Boom town. And guys, please, 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 please give us give us a rating, give us a comment. We really would appreciate it. Movie podcasts are so saturated that that is the only way that we can get out to a, a wider audience. If you enjoy what you listen to, just give yeah. us a rating. Yeah. Just, you know, tell people that you enjoy this movie podcast and, you know, that helps us mm-hmm. out. We would love that. We would really really appreciate it. And as we say at the end of every episode, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Ahoy there, ye landlubbers. Avast. My name is Captain Logan, and I'll be your guide out on the Sea of Thieves. If you love the idea of stealing treasure, cutting down cursed skeletons, fighting off krakens, and raiding forts filled to the brim with shinies, then Sea of Thieves is the game for you. Join me each week as I dive into the news and bring back the nuggets of information that any sailor worth their weight in salt would desire. You don't have to be a pirate legend to gain access to my podcast. Just search for Keelhauled, a Sea of Thieves podcast in your podcast app of choice or head over to robotsradio.net or captainlogan.podbeam.com and get ready to set sail for adventure. My name is Brian Burton. It's been 26 years since the bombs fell. And since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild. This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on. And I promise to find the answer. So if you're out there, if you're listening, 
Just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end. Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources.